And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to The Green Room. Hello there. Welcome to In The Green Room. This is Kinga. I'm Brian. And I'm Quita, and we are so excited to have you here. You guys should know the motto by now. It's saving Saving the the planet planet, one show at at a time. time. And tonight's show is so, so exciting because we've got some really, really, really exciting guests. I'm sure you guys, if you're on Facebook, you've been watching. And just really quick to make sure you guys know how to reach us, how to find us, how to see us, even when you're not here tonight. In the green room dot green. That is our website. You can watch us live on Facebook. That page is in the green room dot green as well. So let's talk about our upcoming guests. Uh-oh, Lori Kinga. Ray. <laughs> Welcome. So happy to be here. Thank so, you so much. And we have a funny quick story with Lori because Lori Ray, she is the, <laughs> the sommelier. She had to tell me how to say that. The sommelier. Is it sommelier? The, sommelier. I thought it's sommelier. Sommelier. Okay, so I say it wrong. See, we're learning. Teach me. Okay, I don't know this. So. So. Mel. Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been ah. saying it wrong. And so yeah. what does that mean for those of us who are not familiar with it? Can we say it again? Because I, I won't be able to remember Lori, it. Lori, one more time. It is so. So. Mel. Mel. Yay. So Mel. Yay. Yes. So Mel. Yay. <laughs> yes. And I am a, a, a wine expert or a wine consultant. Um, and you I'm, actually have to be certified. Oh, it takes yes. years to get the certification. And actually, I know everything about all liquor, all spirits, sake, beer, but she, wine is my specialty. She's in charge of all the alcohol at the sanctuary. Ooh, we want to be her best friend of wine. <laughs> well, and, and so we actually were there about an hour ago. Yes. And, and we had a really, we got a really caught up on wine and What's really cool is Lori's going to tell us the difference between organic wine and wine. And Sanctuary, what we learned is they are extremely sustainable and ahead of their their time in terms of taking an initiative. And they are literally the premier resort, I would say, in the Southwest, if not the country. The number one. I mean, I really, I knew you guys had some sustainability to you, but I did not know. You've, you've given us so many examples of how you guys are sustainable and i'm excited to talk about this yes we are so excited so that's guest number one we also have mr mike donnelly with donnelly services plumbing and ac and mike is going to be talking about all the do's and don'ts guys you would be surprised at how many things we're paying for that we shouldn't be paying for i mean there are repairs that we're calling out that we can do it ourselves. So Mike has taught me a lot, and I'm so excited for you guys to learn because you know on In the Green Room, you're learning something new every show, Kinga. Well, I will learn because our our bill, our electricity bill, our AC bill is always the highest out of all my friends. And I'm like, why is that? Because our house is always hot. What are you hot. doing, Kinga? You're not changing your filters. So, <laughs> really? Well, we need Mike to tell me what's going wrong because something's going wrong. Our bill's way well, too high. And, and what's interesting, I actually had, had lunch with my sister and my mom. It was her birthday today. And Happy birthday, Brian's happy, mom. Happy birthday. And happy birthday. We mentioned who was coming on the show, and she said, oh, my God, that's, that's a really good company. They're family-owned. They're a really good group. And, I, and you know what? How how difficult is it to find a good trusting oh. AC plumbing? I, I, I have, have I struggle. So no, I'm yes. excited, Mike. Uh, I need somebody, so <laughs> I'm hiring you right now. Look at there, you got the job. <laughs> Thank you, Krita. <laughs> and then we also have Miss Ashley Creighton from Girl from the Moon, and you guys are going to love the music from her because we were really, really impressed. So the story behind her is great too. She's got a new album coming out. So. That's what we've got coming up. Plus, we've got Earth Day coming up, and we're going to be in Dallas for Earth Day, Texas. We are. Yes. Uh, Friday morning, we take off, and the rest the of the three history. of us, the, the, the show is on the road. Oh, this is going to be interesting. I need you guys to know I'm a little nervous about this. A little nervous. Yeah, because you and I are sharing a room. Oh, God. I, we're really doing that, huh? And I'm a night owl, baby. Brian, Brian got wanna, out of this. I just time. want a window seat. <laughs> I go to bed at three and I wake up at six, so be ready, honey. Oh, what did I get kidding. myself into? I'm just kidding. Chet, our, Chet, one of our producers.
producers here. He is behind uh, it, the camera. Turn 21, and so every night is uh, a late night. Right, right Chet? <laughs> hey, we also have a special guest in the house. First, we want to say Craig, our regular producer. He had a death oh. in the family, so Craig is not here tonight. Craig, we miss you. Craig, we are sending Sorry. you well wishes. Prayers. Yes. Prayers. And our special guest, Mr. Ed, we Ed. call him Boss Ed. Man. He is filling in. Afternoon, everybody. <laughs> well, and Ed, Ed, hold on real quick. Yes. Ed does his own show. I mean, this this network is You know what? I powerful. just got the I just got the mic from Kinga. I think I'm going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think that'd be fun. Fun. I think it's a good idea. I don't what do know think? if there'll be a lot of complaints. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, I'm the operations manager here at Star Worldwide Networks and I do a show called 1980 something all about the 80s. All so, right. yeah. Well, it's all about the 80s. That's that's pretty much the description. I like the 80s. Yeah. Look at where we are now. Mo- I'm going to mo- say the 80s is a good place to start. I'd like to go back. <laughs> yes. Movies, Love. music, all that kind of stuff. Pop culture, all of that. So, Love it. Cool. Yeah. Love so it. I'm ha- I'm, what's that? Well, I, it's every Thursday, Throwback Thursday. So Throwback Thursday. Awesome. Look at there. You themed it and everything. I, I did. I think he knows what he's doing, so I think we're in good hands tonight. We're, I'm going to try. We're happy to have you, Ed. Thank uh, you for joining. You so bet. let's get right on to our first guest, Miss Lori. Miss Lori Ray with <laughs> The Sanctuary. And I have to say, guys, gorgeous, gorgeous resort. But even more than that, you don't really think of sustainability when you think about resorts. And you showed us we've been thinking wrong. Yes, and actually, I, I'm really proud to work in a place that, that thinks about the environment and sustainability. There, there's a lot of things we do. Um, we, we just don't use a lot of water. We have a lot of desert landscaping. We, do, we did put in fake grass. Um, actually, the ladies are really happy with their high oh, heels. Yeah. <laughs> they don't sink. They don't get their shoes dirty. So it's sort of a win-win there. Um, and, and that grass looks real. It doesn't look Oh, fake. it's really pretty. It, it looks is very just, pretty. Just as it did. Uh, but I we agree. don't have to water, which is, is super. Um, you know, we don't do everybody's laundry, uh, the towels and sheets every single day unless they request it. We do every third day. Uh, we recycle a lot. Uh, we have all new AC units, actually, so we're saving energy there. Oh, Mike, um, you missed out on that oh one. <laughs> yep, I'm sorry. <laughs> we should have done this show earlier. And you uh, mentioned um, you guys are going solar. Uh, we are going to be looking into solar. Our, our, actually, our latest product is we're going to get rid of all of those little bottles of shampoo, little plastic bottles of shampoo and conditioner, and just put in um, some really nice um, uh, uh, dispensers, big dispensers. dispensers. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we're going to basically save about 120,000 little plastic bottles going into our landfills every year. Hallelujah. So, Thank and you. that's conservative. Yeah. So, so there that, you that's go. That's so green. But that's so, so green. yeah, that, so that's the fundamentals of the resort. But when we talk about it, so Lori's specialty is, you know, Why? she works with bringing the good what stuff. we call, you know, we talked about pesticides and wine and different things like that. And actually we talked about France and the problems they've had because it's such a heavily wine uh, community, right? So tell us, that your passion, tell us why, you know, you're kind of, you have an intake on what is organic wine. And we use organic in so many ways, oh, but yeah. it means so many things. But when we talk about wine, you know, I remember I, fresh and easy, I used to buy a $5 bottle of wine and we used to drink it. I would never do that again, Lori. I want to know what I'm drinking. <laughs> why? Why? Well, why should we not? <laughs> what is fresh and easy? Well, it's, it, it they're not here bankrupt. anymore. Yeah. Oh, is that is it? Because Brian didn't buy enough five dollar bottles of wine. I, I always oh, saw it, but I never shopped there. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I don't do anything fresh and easy. I'm just so Lori, a what's the difference? Tell us. Why why are we spending more money versus less on wine? What are we looking for? Um, well, actually, it, it's really uh, the quality. But when you start doing organic and sustainable uh, grapes, um, that means they're watching the vineyards much more closely. They're not dumping a lot of pesticides and herbicides. Um, but there's also there's organic grapes and then there's organic wine, and and when it goes into organic wine, they can't use chemicals to produce the wine. And there's about 250 additives that you can add, chemical additives you can add into wine to increase the aromas or the flavors. But um, wow, you're not allowed so to do that. Yeah, and some really? of it's just color. They'll you know they don't like the color. Let's just add some fake color. 
and and wow. you don't want that. Um, and then um, it's also nicer when they don't filter out all of the good stuff, which which they do a lot with with chemicals and fining. So meaning and, like the graininess of it. Well, just uh, they're getting rid of a lot of the flavors, though. Um, but you'll see very clean, clear wine. It's probably used a little more chemicals to do that. And then uh, some wine that's not quite as clear. It's unfiltered, but there's more flavor in it, which so I like. I have a, an interesting question. So when I, I'm not a very good wine taster. Mm-hmm. But when I drink a wine and it tastes oaky and something like you can just feel it a little bit differently, whereas it's all grapey. What's the diff? What am I tasting there? <laughs> well, do, does he really want to know <laughs> your terminology? Grapey. Basically, <laughs> when when we have grapey wine, it's not not usually the best. Is right. that a word? Um, wait, wait, but is that yes, a word, Lori? We we we, do, we describe oh. we describe okay. some wines. I told as, you. Yes, but um, grapey. Uh, no, but but well, when you're you're tasting that oakiness, that, that's when the wine is fermented in these beautiful. Um, Barrels. Uh, some are French oak, some are American oak. They impart different flavors. Um, but um, I, I think, yes, stay with the, the wonderful oaky wines. Yeah. The, you will enjoy those more. Right. And, so, uh, but grapey can be for fun. Can maybe, I, maybe can Sunday I suggest brunch. one that I really love that I know is organic and a good friend of mine, um, Frog's Leap. Frog's Leap is, is wonderful. And Jonah Beer, uh, he's one of the owners. He's an ama- amazing guy. You know him. Yes, I do. Also, um, actually, uh, another uh, winery I love, and they're coming to the sanctuary, and, and we're going to do a wine pairing dinner with them, is, is Chapelet's. That's organic, sustainable. Also, their whole winery is powered by solar, which I really love. Oh, that's so. impressive. So for those of us who don't drink a lot of wine, what do you look for? How do you know? Because I'll admit, I'm a dessert wine girl because... I don't like the taste. I want it to be sweet like Kool-Aid. So what do you look for? Because I know there's a beginning. You start and then you become this wine connoisseur. <laughs> How do you know you're getting good wine? What if am I looking if for? If it's not sweet, it's really you good. You know, really, you, you should drink what you like. Uh, it's, wine is a, a personal taste. Um, what do you? The one thing about a lot of wines actually are going towards organic uh, and sustainable, but they don't necessarily put that on their label. Um, just because some people don't like that as well. And some of the organic wines can be a little funky, but and the, the natural wines. But for people who are looking for mm-hmm. organic and you don't want all the pesticides and everything else, how do you know what to look for? You know, to be honest, the best way is to go online. Just look up the winery, and they'll tell you right there okay. um, because it really won't be on the label. Or go to Elements Sanctuary. And <laughs> ask for me. Because, Lori, all your <laughs> yes. wines there are organic. Not all. Oh, I'm sorry. But many, many of them many, are. Many, well, many. Yes. Well, <laughs> many are. But, th- but there are, like, you have some specific wine lines that you, can you share with us so we understand if we went to Elements, what would we order? Uh, actually, the Frog Sleep is there. The Frog Sleep is one of my favorite yes. wines. Uh, and once again, Jonah Beer is such a great guy. He's going to be on our show. He's so excited because <laughs> that whole their whole vineyard is is sustainable and green. It is, and, and if you look at the vineyard, uh-huh. it's so healthy. Uh, everything yes. around it is feeding the soil. Uh, beautiful winery, um, and and Chapelet. Uh, we have those wines. Where is Chapelet? Because I have to be honest with you. I'm so excited you're teaching me about Chapelet. I've never had a Chapelet glass of wine. I'm going to go to that dinner. But where is that vineyard? Uh, that's, that's right in Napa. They were the first ones on Pritchard Hill. Okay. Uh, beautiful spot. We have some elevation, so more concentrated grapes. Uh, beautiful wines. I'm so excited. testing your it. skills. Yes, I am. I well, think you passed the test. And so the, Mary. You. You. So, yeah. Oh. No, Lori, this, this dinner. Tell us about yes, this dinner because this dinner. how does it work? Because I, I understand a lot of really nice restaurants pair wine and they actually bring the wine. You probably bring the owner of the wine uh, to the dinners. To the dinner. Yes. Tell it, us about it. It's uh, May 18th, uh, Cyril and Blakesley Chapelet, their second generation um, uh, at the Chapelet Winery. Uh, they will be coming into town and actually. 
This event will also have Pat Duncan of Duncan Farms, which is, all, again, organic and sustainable farming. Something that we forgot to mention, that Sanctuary uses that organic farm locally, and they're very local. We, Another thing mm-hmm. our show's about is local, mm-hmm. supporting local, and so, supporting organic. Which we do a lot, uh, and Duncan Farms is just one of the producers that we use, um, uh, but he does a great job. He will also be at the dinner, mm. which is, so is super. Um, we're, it's going to be four courses, um, just uh, beautiful produce, wonderful wines, uh, four different Chapelet wines, and uh, we'll just have a lot of fun. Really only about 60 people. We may beef it up because we're getting a lot of good response. And thank you. Lori's going to try to help coordinate getting uh, Chapelet and Duncan Farms on our show. So we, we thank her for that, Lori. We would be happy to. <laughs> and, and that was a, a nice little tease, Lori, because that sounded so great. Everybody is going to want to go, but we're going to have to reveal to you guys it just got sold out. It's sold out. But that doesn't out. mean they're not going to have more <laughs> events coming up. Yes, and we may up the, the, the guest amount, Okay. So. so it may not be sold out. It depends on how many of you guys say, hey, I want to go, I want to go. And you know what? Your, your word will... Make Lori make some changes. Okay, so I, I have to admit <laughs> something try. on this uh, on air that I, I, I'm, I'm not a smoker, and I, I've goodness. never smoked a cigar. I've never smoked a cigar, but I went to a cigar dinner with uh, Vernon Parker and Larry. Vernon's been on our show before, uh-huh. our f- former mayor. They invited me to this awesome cigar dinner at Sanctuary, and they have these dinners outside there, and it's all men. I was like the only woman, I think. Except for the dancers that come he in and do this. Act like, like you didn't like being the only woman. This is why she went. <laughs> right? Yes. I loved it, actually. I was like, whoa, why am I telling everybody about this? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and there were these, these five exotic dancers that came out. Not, not, I mean, they weren't, they were like belly dancers. Okay. Wearing these, There's like, a difference, Kinga. Uh, <laughs> how, yeah, how much did you drink that night? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it was such a great night. And they have these dinners regularly and it's kind of hush hush and the owner of sanctuary was there yes actually we we do these cigar dinners they're great the mountain does smell like a cigar though i will tell you that right it's it's smoke (laughs) everywhere i I have the funniest picture of me but i actually did not nobody told me nobody said kinga you're not supposed to inhale you're you just like put it in and puff it out no one said anything to me and i didn't know and so i just start and I start coughing. It's like <laughs> ruined the dinner and for everybody. I, I was done with it. I'm not having another cigar. I'll go to the dinners, yes. but I'm not puffing on another cigar ever again. <laughs> yeah, just go, to, just go to all male dinners. That's okay. <laughs> right, Kinga. That's but the not owner sounding. of Sanctuary was so sweet. Oh, he's uh, they're such a nice so guy. Nice. Yes, I can see why they run such a nice hotel with nice people. Well, like and you. We, when we talk about this hotel, there there are celebrities galore from all over the world. Although we can't reveal names, um, maybe in the past, can you just tell us a little bit about what kind of, uh, or, or actually, let's talk about this. Okay, let's so, talk about it. You know, um, <laughs> I will tell you that Sanctuary, it's almost like a, um, it's a, it is, it's a kind of a secret place. It's so secret. But it's, but it is kind of word of mouth. And I will tell you that, that people that probably do stay there, it's very confidential and mm-hmm. Although we, we we've had presidents and celebrities and Marilyn Monroe, come I remember to Jennifer Aniston stayed there. I will tell you I'm though a, that Sanctuary fan. is like the best of the best. I mean, there are f- just a few hotels in the Southwest, but Sanctuary. When you go there, you are on the side of Mummy Mountain on Camelback. You Camelback o- Mountain. Camelback Mountain. I'm sorry. Yeah, Camelback Mountain. <laughs> and you overlook. They have a negative edge. I think. Oh my gosh, the pool is amazing. The pool. Yeah. You look over the bar. They just totally redid the bar. They have a very big patio. Um, and the rooms are like rock star suites. I mean, really? Yeah. No, I mean, that's is, why the rock stars stay there. I have to say, it is a little bit word of mouth, but since Lori's on the show, I mean, this is something to really recognize. And, and really, the way it's situated and the way it's laid out, you can be a celebrity and nobody would know you're there. No, or or not even be a celebrity, That's what I was and no say, one will know you there to be a celebrity, <laughs> and nobody will know. Quita, you're a celebrity. You're nice. giant. Oh yeah, you're a huge celebrity. <laughs> and a lot you're... of people just come and stay on property because everything's there. There's a spa. The food is wonderful, and you can walk to Camelback Mountain to hike. Yes, actually, uh, either side of Camelback Mountain, very easy to hike. Uh, it is a big hike, though. That's how I know about it because I sometimes don't tell anybody. I sometimes park in your lot. Don't and tell I, anybody. I walk, don't tell anybody. And then I walk a mile 
I walk the mile <laughs> and I do the do hike. You're and I come back the and I, one parking yeah. in our lot. Uh-oh. And, and then I have a drink. But don't tell anybody. <laughs> and, 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 then, <laughs> and, then, and then I have a drink by the pool. I love it. <laughs> well, if you want to find Kinga, you know where to go. Yeah. That's what you do after you hike. You have a glass of wine. So for those of you who have not been to Arizona or you're thinking about coming, this is, is great for our national listeners as well. Here's a place to come run into celebrities, but Lori's not allowed to say that. She can't tell and us. And presidents stay there, too, actually. Presidents have stayed there. A yes. lot of presidents. Really? Yes. It's just a beautiful place to stay. When was it built? Um, actually, it was built, I think, back in either the late 50s or 60s. And it was John Gardner's Tennis Ranch. In 2001, it became the Sanctuary Resort. Wow. And, and so that's it's, when... it's been there for a while. So the, the resort has not always been sustainable. No, and, and before, it, it had 24 uh, tennis courts, uh, which we got rid of quite a few of them, uh, most of them, and uh, made it more of a resort and a spa. Okay, so guys, you are listening to Miss Lori Ray with the Sanctuary Camelback Mountain Resort, right? And we're going to hear a little bit more from her, but Lori, we're ready to dance a little bit. We want to party a little bit, so we've got Miss <laughs> Ashley Creighton coming up to dance with us a little bit. She's going to perform. In the meantime, we, of course, want to thank our main, our premier sponsor, Goodwill. Goodwill, yeah. Goodwill, Goodwill. Absolutely. It's funny. My, I, was, uh, I went to South Dakota, right? I was there we for seven you, days. We missed you, by the way. We I missed you. I was there you. for seven days. I sat on a porch and looked at a mountain I didn't laugh as much days. for that week. But my father-in-law was, was cooking, I'm sorry, was making a espresso from a little espresso machine, right? So I, I want... I wanted this, this machine. Well, they don't make these machines anymore. Well, my mom went to Goodwill today and found one. Are you so, kidding me? No, I'm Your not. Your mom is so sweet. And so and Goodwill's Goodwill, amazing. No, it's it's funny it's because it's uh, you could find things that you would never expect. I mean, they have so many things, and it's all work working and condition that you can just plug it in. And you usually are wearing stuff from Goodwill. Is this from Goodwill today? No, it's not. You do a lot of shopping there. Are you? I do, I do, but no, I, I, I just threw this on. I'm not. Chad, are you wearing anything from Goodwill? Not today. Ed, are you wearing anything from, from Goodwill? Oh, hold on. I have a lot of T-shirts that I get from Goodwill. A lot of them. So there's this T-shirt. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a black T-shirt, but yeah, it's still. I got it from Goodwill. Nice. And, and Tim, uh, Tim O'Neill, the CEO of Goodwill, is is. An amazing, amazing man that's done so much for this community, and we've got to thank Tim. Uh, I, I just am so thrilled to be collaborating with Tim. Absolutely. Do you know all the homeless people he helps, and he gets them into jobs? I do. Forty-four thousand last year. And, and then he, he trains them and, and teaches them how to use a computer. Seven hundred employers. Um, no, unbelievable! It's, uh, it's, it's it's a great story. People don't understand the good that that Tim O'Neill from uh, Goodwill what what he does for this I this agree. world. Thank you, Tim. Thank let's, you, Goodwill. I mean, let's listen to some music. Artist, another another indie electronic artist um, named Summer Hearts. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. So he's got a song. He's in Sweden. I don't think a lot of people know about him. He's a really cool artist too. But he's got a song called "Girl from the Moon." And I, it just kind of struck me as like a, I just like the visual of that and kind of the feelings inside it. So, What are you singing for us tonight? I'm going to sing you a song off my uh, debut album, Is Girl from the Moon. It's called Fast Machine. And so my album is all synth pop and hardly any guitars, or definitely <laughs> hardly any acoustic guitars. But I'm going to play you an I'm so excited. interpretation. Yeah. Yay. So. Tell us what yeah, you got. You. We're thank so you. excited. <laughs>
It's a fast machine, but don't hit the brakes. Just teach me how to drive. Fear is a waste of heart and sorrow a kind of high. I see you sullen eyes falling like stars among otherwise vital signs. I love it. Yes. I love it. Thank you very Tell much. Tell us about this song. How did you come up with it? Gosh. Was it one night you were just had nothing right. else to do? No. <laughs> That's how they all come about, or some of them. I was driving around and I, uh, at night. I think I was coming home with some Chipotle. And I saw, it was downtown, I saw some buildings and um, these high-rise buildings with all these windows and the lights were just sparkling and reflecting off them. And I had that idea of um, the stars sparkling in the sky and it just brought those lyrics to my mind and kind of the rest unfolded from there. Yeah. Love it. Gorgeous voice. And Thank we you. look forward to... Uh, very healing. Very yes. healing music. I, I felt very oh. relaxed as I was listening. Oh, just good. Pure joy. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you so much. We're excited to have you back for another song, Great. Ashley. Thank you. All right. And now it's time to talk with Mr. Mike Donnelly, president of Donnelly Services. And he is going to tell us some do's and don'ts and how we're wasting money. And we're in Arizona, so we need our AC unit and all of that good stuff. Right, Mike? Right. You bring me, you bring me in after that? I did. I mean. We did. So we're we going to talk about the sexy subject of air conditioning. Yeah. And, well, yeah. right. We all need it. Quit ahead of you find him. Is he your air guy? We have, he has actually um, helped me on a lot of projects. Well, we don't need to go into those details. All we need to know is he knows what he's doing. <laughs> and Brian proved that with his mom. Right? Yeah, no, a test- testimony. Because I, yeah. I always love hiring somebody that's handsome. <laughs> you see Mike that? King of flirting handsome. with you, Mike. Thank you. I yeah, bet you weren't expecting uh, that. No, I wasn't expecting that. Doesn't that doesn't happen to a lot of guests, Mike. <laughs> Quita only texts uh, text me or emails me after hours or on the weekend. Or, you know, and I'm really I need help. My, uh, my rental property. It's hot. It's no. We all feel your pain. <laughs> well, I, I have some rental properties. I, 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 I'd love to. We, we need a new guy. So. so let's start with the basics because you say people waste a lot of money, although you would love them to call you for a service call. A lot of those calls, they really are throwing money away. What are we doing? Doing wrong? Well, Quita, I mean, when you first, when a lot of people don't turn their units on until it's too late, till it's really hot. And so the longer you wait, the more expensive it gets. And because it's working harder? It's working harder, or the contractors are busier, and mm. you, you're catching small problems 
ahead of time. It's always less expensive than waiting for a big failure. Okay. Or calling after hours. Okay. Unless, so what are these... Unless you have my home phone and my cell phone like well, you some do. Some people have that. So well, I We mean, might need yeah. to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, give me three things that you should do before you call out the service guy. So, or well, woman. right now in specifically Phoenix, it's just about to get to 100 degrees this week. Turn it on now before it, it before you need it and see if it works. Leave it on a few hours. Um, and then you could do some of your own troubleshooting if it isn't working or it's blowing hot air. And you start, always start at the thermostat and make sure that you have it turned down so you're calling for cooling. If it's 78 in the house, turn it down to 75 and see if it comes on. Um, and then if nothing happens, you're going to, you want to find out if you have power to the unit. You can go check your breaker box. A lot of people call us at first, especially the beginning of the year and it doesn't come on and we just come over and flip a switch. And of course we'd like to get a charge a service call for that, but right. we don't win. You don't win on that one. Right. Um, and you not, want people to come back and you want to be credible and be trusted. So yeah, tell us the good. So we try to handle some of that stuff over the phone. Well, I have a really good question because uh, something that was an issue like in our household, you know, I was married for a long time. I don't want to say how many years because it makes me sound super duper old. But uh, <laughs> make her sound. <laughs> so no one's going to hear it. <laughs> but I would, tr- I'm, I, I run hot. I, I'm always hot. I like, you know, I should be living in like Alaska. Uh, I, I, I can ski in a swimsuit. I'm never cold i'm never cold so i'm always hot so summertime i always wanted the air on like you know 65 oh wow and you know like 65 68 and he went in on like 75 so it was like back and forth yo-yoing up and down up and down so does that it does that break the air ac no you were talking about you had the highest bills in the in the neighborhood? Yes. Now you understand Now we why. know why. Right. Because it was 65, and then you were bouncing it back and forth. So uh, we usually tell folks, set it and forget it. You know, if you like it at 65, set it at 65 and leave it. Now that now we change that. If you're not home all day, um, you may be able to manage your heating and cooling and let it warm up a little bit. But if you let it warm up to 85 and then try to get it back down into the 60s, it you'll spend... Way too much money cooling the house back down. That's what I used to say because if, if if I would come home and sometimes it would be all the way up to like eighty or seventy eight, then I would just like to make it keep going. I put it on sixty five. But I, I you... think that was a problem with your relationship, though. I think <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, Kinga, don't fool yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Kinga told I, us something not to I do. I don't do it. I'm not a psychologist. I, mean, I can't fix that. We're kind of getting on a dirt road now. So let's let's get back to right. Makes you a little nervous. She's flirting with you yeah, first. I'm, I'm okay. nervous. All right, yeah. so you told us that's one thing. Just set it and forget it. You said we want to turn on turn it on now to check to make sure it's working. Right, check the breaker box. Right. What and, else? And then when was the last time you changed your filter? Brian? I do it literally every three to four weeks. Okay, so you're, you're like oh, and one it, out of a thousand. Here's thing. Here's no, I wanted thing. it changed all the time because wait, I think it's, more, it's wait, not healthy. Do you know oh. how the filters get dark? Is <laughs> because my wife burns candles. Oh, and yeah. they, it emits, unless you use a soy candle, as yeah. I understand. Because you don't want all that soot. But is that bad for these filters? Good um, question. That is a good question. Really good I, question. I'm not sure I can answer it. Okay. Um, some of the filters actually do a better job of filtering as they get um, as they get plugged up. So as they get more material in them, they get more dense, so they're catching more material. The problem oh. with that is is that when they get too dirty, they they restrict airflow. So you're not getting all the cooling that you're paying for when you haven't changed a filter in two or three months. So when it gets black or dark gray, like some of ours do, um, that. It's time to change it. So if, if it's black, it's definitely too late. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's too late yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah. So, but in, since you're talking filters, though, and you say we're supposed to change them every month, what type of filters? Because you've got some you can get for 5 bucks. You've got some that you can get for $13. What's the difference, and do they actually last longer? They don't last longer, um, and you have to be a little bit careful because most of our houses are sized for a standard fiberglass filter. And if you put too dense a filter in it, just like we talked about when it gets real dirty, 
you're not going to get all the air across it, and then your unit's going to run longer, it's going to work harder. So um, there's kind of a middle middle range. In At Home Depot, you'll see uh, number four pleated filter, and that's kind of your average filter. It's not So that's the, not those thick, white, allergen... I mean, how do you know the, the so difference? So there's a... Like, there are some name brand ones like Filtrate 3M makes yes. the very heavy restrictive filter. So some of the custom houses have bigger return air grills and bigger ductwork, so they can handle that stuff. But just our normal homes, typically our, we don't have enough ductwork to handle that kind of filter. So the next step down is $5, $6, and that's totally adequate. And... Um, you know, again, changing it once a month in the summer is great. In the winter, you can usually go a lot longer, maybe three months. So spending more is not necessarily getting us a better product or helping our, our, our unit. It's a better product, but it might not be the best product for your unit. Well put. Should we have uh, your company or somebody come out and check it at each season, whether it's the first part of summer, first part of winter? Is that smart? Good question. Well, it, it's smart. And most of us don't do that, and I'm even guilty of it too. So, um, unless you have a best friend in the air business <laughs> and you have the cell number, and, uh, yeah, and then you could call them on Sundays when you when, when, when they're with their families. Right. And but <laughs> it's just like I mean, it's any it's like any type of a machine, a car, or yeah. Um, if you take care of it, it's going to run more efficient. It's going to last longer. It's going to save you money. I need to set an appointment. So do you personally it. come out and change these filters? Because, no, no. I, <laughs> oh, no, no. Hang no, on. No, I mean. Okay. For those of you who couldn't hear, we're going we're gonna to repeat that question. Kinga asked Mike Donnelly, the president Wait, well, of Donnelly Services. I'm going to try something. Kinga, where is the air conditioner filter? That's a great well, question. I, I know exactly where, where it is. It? And that's right. <laughs> That's why, that's why I'm asking you, because they are up high. Right. You have to use this big ladder. I, I have a really big house, and it's hard to – I've never changed them before. And it's hard to actually – you know. so do you send somebody yeah, those are to a change pain. those? Well, I'm, I'm not um, – my workman's comp modifier doesn't allow me to get on ladders, so but I, I mean, can't change your filters. But does any <laughs> – do you, but do you guys change filters, or is that something your company doesn't do? Um, we don't change filters don't. except okay. on maintenances. So if you had, had filters at your house and we were doing a maintenance, then we would go ahead and change them or clean them. But as a regular service, no. Um, there are some companies in town that do regular filter maintenance. So you have to do something else, and then you'll also replace those? <laughs> yeah. Okay. is trying to get you over there to change that filter. I don't know if you're going to get out of it, Mike. Hey, we've got a Facebook question. This is from uh, Ryan. He says, is there an ideal energy efficient temp range to keep the house at during the summer? So everything we're going to talk about is Phoenix. Yes. Since we're here. And 78 is kind of the the stock temperature. 78, okay. 78. But for every degree you can live warmer, you'll save 2 to 3% on your electrical costs. So... For every degree you go down, you're probably burning 2 to 3% more but electricity. I, I think if we just left it at one, like what you're saying, yeah. leave it, set it and leave it. Is it what, what was your saying? Set it saying? and set forget it. Forget it. Set, uh-huh. set it and forget it. If we did that, it would have saved money and it would have been fine. But to, It would have saved your marriage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Probably. I don't like being hot. I do not like being hot. All right, Mike, there are other things that most of us do not think to check. Before we call the service guy. You know, those are the most of them. It's something that we didn't discuss ahead of time. That, But since we're talking about saving the environment and yes. green stuff, and is, uh, the big issue in air conditioning is Freon and R22. And uh, it, we've been phasing it out of our industry for 20 years or 27 years. Uh, 1990 is when legisl- legislation came down to phase it out. And we were on the front end of that long before we had to, were mandated to recover refrigerant and take it all and have it recycled. We started doing it, and we were one of the um, top uh, installers of environmentally friendly refrigerant long before it was mandated that you had to do that. Now what's happened is that um, the production of R22 Freon is going to end in 2020. So if you have an old probably older than 10-year-old, 12-year-old unit, you're probably using 
R22 or Freon, and the price is going up and, and very quickly. Mm-hmm. So R410, which is the environmentally friendly stuff, is probably running in the $40 a pound, uh, and R22 is in the 150 to $200 oh, wow. a pound. Big difference. So if, if you have a leak, which you shouldn't have a leak unless there's a problem, but a lot of people, you know, you probably always heard, oh, I needed a pound of refrigerant or a pound of Freon. Now it's cooling, or you, it might have happened in your car, too. So as that, as when you start having problems with a unit with Freon in it, it's going to cost you a bunch more to, to, to get it fixed or do any type of a refrigerant repair on it or fill it up, which isn't environmentally friendly either. Um, so we're seeing a lot of change out, and there's going to be a tremendous um, amount of, so there'll be a lot of surprised homeowners and business owners when they can't get R22 in the next five or six years, or the cost is through the roof. But that's great for our environment, right? Well, well then what's the best way to be green with our AC? Are you saying we all need to buy new units? So if your unit's still operating and it's not leaking, there's no reason you have to replace it today, but we need to all, when you have somebody come out, Brian, and do a maintenance and figure out mm-hmm. hey, what condition and age it is and what, if, we're, if you're using Freon, it's start planning for the future because sooner or later that's going to, you're going to be forced to do that or the price is going to force you to do it. I mean, we can fix about anything. Um, and I'm sure we'll be able to get a recycled R22 for a long time. The price will probably be exorbitant. So what can we do? We can start planning. Um, the, there's the technology from those old, old R22 units to today is unbelievable. Um, right now the state of the art is, uh, and it would fit your situation. It's a, is a variable speed unit that has infinite number of speeds. So you might be hot at 85 degrees on 85 degree day where some of us you know, have a badge of pride when we don't turn it on till it's got to 105 out mm-hmm. or something like that. And the variable speed unit comes on at a very low speed and uses very little electricity. So when you're using it on an 85 or 90 degree day, it's super energy efficient. So then how do we know you're talking about replacing, fixing? How do you know whether your unit needs to be replaced? What, what are the things we look for? Age? Yeah, an average air conditioner lasts 12 to 15 years here in the desert southwest. Okay. So anything in, in that range and above is, you know, you're on, you're on borrowed time typically, but it depends what kind of quality of unit, if you've taken care of it. Um, again, we can fix almost anything. So it's very, the, in the past, we'd say we could fix anything so you don't have to replace a unit just because of age. And you, you have a choice when you have a major repair, whether to repair or replace. In the future, it's going to be more of a have to than it will be today. Well, uh, I think also sometimes um, your, air, your AC uh, can't stay as cool because the windows are not, um, not good glass. Our, my house, I think, has uh, not that. What's the better glass? So low E glass or dual or tr- triple pane windows. Right. So there's been a lot of, of uh, research and advancements in building science. So the newer homes are all, um, they're built a much tighter. So I, we have a 1950 house, and it has a ton of uh, infiltration. So the cracks around the doors, air's coming in, hot in the summer, cold in the winter, um, the windows are single-pane glass, the old casement windows that have the crank that open, and that house is super inefficient. Um, the, a new track home or production house are going to be 10 times more efficient than that old 1950s, or if you live in the corridor or Arcadian, you haven't remodeled. So all of that, it, there's a whole other science to it. Um, and, uh, and you can get uh, home energy audits through... Uh, the utilities, and for a, a low price, $99, they'll come out and test your house, test your duct work, and give you a report that kind of tells you what what condition you're in. What we found, because we were doing energy audits for a while, was 
that a lot of people would find out what's going on, but they didn't want to spend the thousands of dollars to do the repairs to update their I house. I don't want to spend it. No, because <laughs> if you're going to do right. that, let's redo our bathroom right. or, right. you know, uh, paint the house or put new granite countertops in. It's a lot more fun, you right. know. <laughs> but when you're putting insulation and sealing the doors and the payback comes over time, every time you get your electric bill, it's not as exciting. Exactly. Well, we remodeled our whole house, you know, kitchens, bathrooms, everything. Uh, but the glass, we didn't. We didn't yep. change the glass. Perfect. Yeah. And, and I, could, I could see little gaps. I'm like, that's where the heat and cold, that's where it's coming from. Absolutely. So that's where we lost the money was with that. But so, anyway. So okay. I think obviously we all want to go to you, Mike, but we can't. What do people look for in knowing whether you're getting a good AC person or not? Well, the first thing to do is ask for referrals from friends and family that have had good experiences. I mean, th- if somebody's had a good experience with someone, that's your first deal. Because you can't trust advertising anymore. And everybody mm-hmm. says they do everything. They say they're family a, bi- a family business. They say they've been around for 100 years or whatever the claim is. But if you look at it, almost every company is saying the same thing. And they can't. They're not all true. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, referral. You go to the Better Business Bureau and check out companies' records, read their reviews. Those are real reviews there. Um, some of the other internet sites, the, the reviews aren't genuine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, in just a couple of clicks, you can check out any company's uh, record on the register of contractors. You can find out who owns them, how long they've been in business, if they have any complaints or judgments against them. And any legitimate company will have their license number on their advertising. And it, it, it's pretty quick to find that. So you a little bit of homework ahead of time will save you hundreds or thousands of dollars and a lot of headaches. So it's, it's important. And that's another reason to, to think, turn it on now and figure out if you need service. Because when it's 110, you're going to get the first person that can get there. Versus right now, you can shop around a little and l- do a little bit of homework and find the right, right person, get a referral. And it's going to be hot this year. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yes. Amen. Get on it. Get on it. (laughs) Well, guys, of course, we want to continue the conversation. So please, if you guys want to ask Mike or any of our guest questions, you can give us a call. That number is 480-421-0640. Again, 480-421-0640. We are, of course, interacting with you on Facebook as well in the green room dot green. So if you guys want to ask some questions, Bring it on. In the meantime, we're bringing on Miss Ashley Creighton again from Girl in the Moon. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you, Queen. Welcome, welcome. We're excited <laughs> to hear you sing yes. again. Yes. What are you Thank singing you. for us? <clears throat> I'm going to sing something off uh, my first album. It's called Edge of the World. Night sky is a fine sight when you're blinded by the bait of a burning star. Ooh, but all you got is a dark. Ooh, no, 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 the high road is a light load when you don't hold the weight of a yearning heart. your number I lost my phone I lost my voice but I just can't leave you alone I'm standing on the edge of the world and I'm alright waking on top of the world it beats a sleep inside Standing on the edge of the world And I'll hold on tight Waking on top of the world I can't hold it inside It's a clear view I can hear you when you come through But the space in between so wide Swallow me alive 
lights every turn I make Illuminate a sadness, shadowy heart on fire Like a push off a high wire I'm standing on the edge of the world And I'm alright Waking on top of the world It beats a sleep inside soothing and if only you guys could see where our studios are we are very very grateful because our view is amazing and listening to that music i just kind of want to sit back enjoy the night and not have any work or any responsibility and we're so lucky to be here again with ed Ed, what do you think of our music Oh, you're fantastic. You're very talented. Oh, thank you very much, Ed. Oh, I'm enjoying it very oh, much so. Thank That's you. That's why I gave you the round of applause. Is that you? <laughs> Is that all you? Wow, has the time gone by, guys? We've got about probably eight minutes left, and you guys are asking questions, so we're going to answer them. We're going to bring Miss Lori Ray with the sanctuary back up, and then we've also got Mr. Mike Donnelly, both of them here. And um, so we do have a question here for Mike on our Facebook page coming from, who was it? Letitia Mack asks, how efficient are the AC units that you can move around your house from window to window? So Letitia, they're, they're not super efficient, but we're going back to what Kinga was asking about in the windows. It's all about the heat load. So if you, they may not cool the room if it's too large for the unit or it, your house is not holding the heat out. So, um, so, and you can move it around. It might be efficient at cooling one room, but you're going to have a tough time cooling the house. Okay, so is it worth the cash? It really depends on the room and the size of the room. So, remember, you probably, a window air conditioner is probably a one ton or less, and a ton is a measure of cooling, and that will do around 400, 500 square feet. Any more than that, and it's just going to struggle to keep up. At least in the desert southwest. Now, if it was in in a cooler climate, just to take off the the heat, like in up north, it may be way more efficient. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you, Letitia, for that question. Hey, guys, if you have any more, feel free to leave them on our Facebook page. We'll be checking this weeks on end. If you've got any questions for Lori as well. Kinga, you've got a question. I do. If you have a larger house and you have two units, does it save you money to... uh, turn off one side if you're staying on this side or should you leave this side both sides on this one maybe a little bit higher and this one both sides on and one a little bit lower one a little bit higher or what's more sustainable so your 
the, the house is designed to keep the heat out. So when you heat up one side of the house, now you've got all this heat in the house. So you want to cool the whole house, the whole envelope. You can turn up the side you don't live on a little bit. But again, let's you try to keep it within four degrees or so. You don't want you don't want it off to leave both sides on. Right, and yes. and the other thing pe- people like to do. See? Yeah, you were right. The other we thing we needed you <laughs> for your marriage. Yes, we know. No, <laughs> oh, I got a better idea. Go to the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Crank well, the AC down. Hey, you don't even need. Hey, I would love Lori, that. Lori, there can we very, come, very cool there. We're just going to come stay at the sanctuary. Yes, no responsibility. Can you actually live there? Uh, Do actually, people live there? Well, uh, actually, there are homes in amongst the, the casitas. Really? Yes, there's, there's about 17 homes on the mountain that are part of the property, on the property. You have to and get you Mike can, to do all You those. can have room service. That, that's oh, where okay. Tiga, that's really Tiga parks. She parks at the home. <laughs> there we she go. Too <laughs> <Super> funny. <laughs> so, Lori, tell us, because something a lot of people, I think, we don't think about when we think about resorts. It's our getaway. We get pampered. But we never really think about sustainability. So what made you guys go that route? And then what would you say the benefits are? We know the benefits because our goal is to save the planet one, one show, show at, at a time. time. But you tell us. Uh, well, I, I basically think the owner and a lot of the people that work there just um, have the same feelings that you do. You know, let, let's not, let's save the world. Let's do our best. Let's maybe be better people. Um, the other um, Actually, I probably shouldn't say this. The nice thing we do, you know, we'll help people with their charities. We'll, we'll do silent auction items and things like that just to, to help them raise money. But um, I, I, I think it's just, um, you know, how, how you feel with, with yourself. If you, if you want to make a difference in the world and, and make things last longer, our resources won't last forever. So That's a great point. And, and we were speaking with you earlier you know, a lot of us still, we have to do our part, and we wanted to know from you, how do you approach, you know, these different companies, these restaurants and resorts when you see things that you know should be different? We talk about it all the time. I really don't understand why everywhere I go there are not recycle bins, but there must be more behind it. So how do you approach those businesses saying, hey, we want more of this? You know, we talked last week about voting with your dollars, but what do you say? You know, part of the problem also with, with uh, having recyclable garbage cans, which is one problem we have, is the guests don't really know what is recyclable. Um, so, so that's a little bit of a challenge, and sometimes we've got to go in there and, and fix things a bit. Um, I don't know how to fix another business. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's if, if they want to be better people. But how uh, do people approach you, you know, customers? What do, if we want the change to happen... How do we approach you? Who do we talk to? Well, I did. I asked her today because they're, 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 they still have straws at the restaurant, and uh, she was really awesome. She said, "Well, we need to we need to talk to people. We need to figure this out and get straws off, right?" Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I didn't. We do still use straws, and I didn't realize that, that they really aren't good, and, and little critters eat them and choke, and um, they're, they're not good uh, for the, our environment at all, and just plastic is a period. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to talk to, to our, our bar manager. We don't really need straws. Well, well, and Lori, what is it? It comes down to laziness. I hate to say it, yes. but, but yes. operators, people, they just, you know, they're lazy. Um, you're making extra strides to, you know, to, to do these changes. Yes, it might take a little more effort. It might cost a little bit more. But in the end, I believe that your consumer the folks that come to your resort, they feel a sense of, of compassion that you're doing things different. And I think going forward, that's the way it's going to be. And I appreciate you taking the effort and the ownership of, of Sanctuary taking that effort. Well, thank you. That's very And once fun. again, out of all the hotels I've ever been to, stayed at, Sanctuary is the most sustainable hotel in this valley. So, thank you. So yes. thank you so much, Lori. No, we're proud of it. Yes, so. and uh, I want to tell everybody... Quita, Brian, and I are going to Earth Day, Texas, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm nervous. I told you guys that at the beginning. I think Brian's fine because he gets his own room. I don't know how this happened with me sharing a room with King. And we don't have adjoining doors. I made sure of that. I called the hotel. We're on different floors. Oh, different floors. (laughs) 
Hey guys. We are gonna have a pillow fight. I already bought us matching pajamas. We are gonna have I'm gonna take a lot of videos. We could share it. It's not happening, any of that stuff she's saying. Hey guys, that's this weekend because Earth Day is coming up. So every day this week we will be on our social media pages showing you some Earth Day discounts and deals that are going on. Feel free to post them on there for us as well. We want to thank our guests. We've got Mr. Mike Donnelly with Donnelly Yay, Services. Mike. Mike Donnelly. Thank you, Mike Donnelly. We've got Lori Ray with the Sanctuary Camelback Mountain Resort. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Thank right? you, Lori And we've got Ashley Creighton with Girl from the Moon. We can't forget to thank our guests or our sponsor, Goodwill Industries. And thank you guys for listening. Don't forget if you miss this show. And thanks, Chet. Thanks, Chet. Chet. And thanks, Ed. And Ed. Everybody, thank, thank you. you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget our motto, guys. It's saving, saving the, the planet, planet one, one show, show at, at a time. time. Thank you for listening to In the Green Room. Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com.